to another episode of Deep Dark Tunnel. I'm here with New York Indie Outfit, Hotline TNT. I want to kick things off by going around the room, or, you know, in this case, the screen. Uh, if you two can introduce yourselves and the roles you play in the band. Sure, my name is Will. I'm the singer and I play guitar in the band. Um, I'm Maria. I play guitar in the band. Awesome. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, not too bad. We got a good night's sleep uh, in Pittsburgh. And we're just, uh, we got a day off today, so we're slowly waking up very cool now you all have spent the past few weeks on the road performing around the u.s how's tour been so far especially you know during the winter these wild snowstorms it's only been a few days actually it's a pretty short tour but um uh we haven't hit too much bad weather yet there was there was one it was only snowy in chicago but it was pretty nice it wasn't too bad yeah um, yeah weather's been fine cold, it was cold cold in milwaukee though we were worried about the toxic event in ohio but yeah yeah we survived now in researching for this episode i tried to you know sort of make like a chronological timeline of you know the band's inception to what you guys have been doing right now but i was like i'm thrown off a little bit by the uh, different names and aliases for different releases you guys have put out these names like you know you got highland tnt uh dj big poison flip sandy assin up poison rhythm all over your like last fm and discog so if you can give me like a brief, you know, explanation or synopsis of these different aliases. Um, that would be hard to do. Um, <laughs> different days bring different moods and and um, the band is called Holland TNT. I can tell you that much. Um, Big Poison is kind of the resident producer who makes it all happen. I don't know. Yeah, it's... What else is there? Assin Up is... Uh, it's a short name for Association Update, which is a zine that is closely tied to the band. Nice, nice. And during your show Thursday, you said this was an NBA fanzine, correct? Yeah. Any uh, big relation, any big moments in your life that tie you to the NBA or stuff like that? Close relation to someone? <laughs> I, Will is a huge <laughs> basketball fan. I think Jack also really likes basketball. Mike probably likes basketball too. Don't know about Sarah. Um, I like basketball. My, uh, my best friend's cousin is on the Boston Celtics. Um, so that's a huge to me. Uh, have I met him? No, I haven't met him. Um, I did go to a basketball game once and it was awesome. Um, 
that's but will loves basketball and he plays basketball we're gonna play basketball today actually yeah um or at least just shoot some hoops Mm -hmm. very cool and reading these uh you know past files you're a timberwolves fan correct that's correct yeah now something i find interesting about you guys is that through your like show and tour record you're able to keep you know one foot into like the indie scene going on the east coast and around the country but on the other hand you're able to keep a foot into like the hardcore scene which is something I find, you know, coming back into resurgence and stuff like that, you know, with shows you guys have done with uh, Gel and One Step Closer. Can you speak a little bit on why it's so important to keep versatile like that or, you know, why you do this show? Yeah, I mean, I like, I think it is awesome to keep a foot in both camps. Obviously, our sound is a little bit more aligned with indie rock. And, you know, I don't know, whoever our influences are. Dinosaur Jr., Alex G., whatever, like more radio, not radio, but radio friendly type music. But personally, I feel very aligned with like a lot of the ethos of the hardcore worlds and the energy and just mentality of it. I don't know. So that's kind of why I've tried to exist at least adjacent. And I think a lot of those kids have picked up on that ethos, hopefully. So that's why they, I feel like we're a little bit more accepted in that world than if we had just only played shoegaze shows every every day. Nice. Now, this is a first for Deep Dark Tunnel. I, you know, in making the episode and getting these questions, I wanted to crowdsource some other questions from some friends of mine who are also fans of you. So this question comes from Christina, one of my friends, photographer out of the tri-state area. Shout out, Christina. Uh, she asks, what do you hope people take away from your music? What is the main message you want people to absorb main message um it's all you <laughs> uh, yeah i guess as the songwriter maybe but i mean we, we put on a show together what do you feel like you want people to feel when they're at the show um just want the shows to be as fun as possible i think yeah i think it, for me it's been fun to join the band i'm not like a guitar expert um but just being able to get up there and play and put on a good show it's just so fun dance on stage be silly um I like our like repertoire on stage and how we play I think it's like not too serious but we still sound really good and like I think like for people that aren't like I don't know super trained in their instruments to be able to get inspired and try to I don't know yeah yeah, definitely. It's having fun is a big part of the band. I would say. I mean, we're definitely. There's one musician in the band whose name is Jack, who's actually talented. Um, <laughs> the rest of us are not that great at our <laughs> instruments, but I think yeah, being on a stage and like, I don't know. I think we have chemistry on stage. We smile at each other all the time and like goof around. And my goal is to make my other band members crack up and miss their parts as much as possible. Um, but as far as people coming to the show, yeah, I just. Or even listen to the records. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I don't know how to say it without sounding like kind of like cocky or anything, but I'm trying to trying to listen to what the world wants from me and uh, just keep doing it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've answered the question. It's <laughs> a, a great answer. I love it. On the, on the subject of trying to make your fellow band members crack up on stage, I noticed during your show in Chicago last Thursday, you had these hand signals you were pointing out. Yeah. during the set and i was very curious to if you can you know shine some light on that 
Um, some of them we've kind of got shorthand, like just like because we're starting to get to the point where we can we don't really write the set list out, but we just kind of like all right, it feels right to do this one, and then you know the feedback's so loud we can't really speak, so I just do like a this means this song, this you know whatever. Yeah. So we have little hand signals of that, but yeah, it, it is really a lot of just like trying to like. I'm gonna make a weird hand signal and see if Sarah will start laughing or Maria will think it's funny. Inside joke band. Inside joke, yes, inside joke. Band. Yeah, I can't give you too much. You're caving your new, you know, genre through all this inside joke core. Now, do you have a favorite uh, city that you like to perform in, or you know, a memorable show that you've done in the past few months? Maria's only been in the band for a short time, so her answer might be different than mine. Um. Yeah, I've only played a couple of shows in New York and like this tour. I love playing in New York because like all my friends are there and like the energy is so awesome. And we played with Protocol and it was really cool. Um, I think my favorite show on this tour, I don't know. I think it was Milwaukee. We played a hardcore show with Big Laugh and they're so cool. And the place Cactus Club was sick. Yeah. I think actually this ties into the last thing too. Like I think what Maria was saying about like what would the important thing is having fun. Like for example, last night we played in Pittsburgh and it was it was a great show and you know the money was good and everything, but it felt like a little too big almost. Yeah. And I think we would rather play like smaller. smaller. Just yeah, a little maybe yeah. a little less than we could handle just because the energy gets a little bit ramped up when everyone's just packed in like sardines. Yeah. And, it feels better that way. I guess it doesn't it feels different when it's too serious i guess yeah it's very professional music yeah. music rock venue but um milwaukee, which was awesome they were nice. yeah. oh yeah it was great it was a great show but milwaukee was the perfect room size i think and, like, it just felt very yeah vibes were on point yeah. you can really feel how excited everyone is when you're like all like jammed up yeah design wise i love the uh you know little alien mascot that's shown up in a lot of your merchandise and a lot of your show posters and even on your zine uh, where did that idea come from? I'm just so curious about that. Um, I was just messing around when the band started and I kind of like, I love new metal and this is like back in 2018, I think. And I was living in Minneapolis and I don't know, like Limbiscuit always had like a little alien, like not all the time, but just, I just asked my friend Tyler, who's a Vancouver guy, like, can you draw like a little like mascot? And I already, I had the name picked up before the, what he's gonna look like in his Caxton. So it's like draw an alien named Caxton for me. He drew it and a lot of artists have since taken different um spins on it, but just yeah, same thing as always, being silly and goofy and giving people something to latch on to besides the music, I think has been one hundred percent. Do you follow um by any chance, you know, historical moments of new metal on Twitter? Yes, I do. It's one of my favorite Twitter accounts. No, but I mean, I love Twitter. I'll yeah. probably give them a follow. Yeah, yeah. You probably seen. Yeah. They got that like they got that funny photo of like it's the Slipknot Weezer collab tour that never saw the light of day. Oh wow! Fun little tidbits around the whole thing. What are some things you're uh, looking to do in the future? Any releases or shows that we should keep our eyes out for? Yeah, um, we're playing. Um, we're going to South by Southwest, which is a sudden decision we just made a few days ago on the van. Um, we're playing a show on April 1st in New York, which I'm going to announce in a few hours. Um, it's a band called Bib from Omaha. Again, keeping a foot in the hardcore world. 
Um, and then we're doing a Euro tour in June. And our new album is coming out soon after that. Hopefully, end of the summer, early fall. Nice, nice, nice. Everything on the books right now. And lastly, something I like to close on are who are some artists that you're listening to that, you know, not a lot of people know about something, somebody you want to put on, you know, give their flowers. We've been listening to lately. We've been listening to everything. We did. I mean, we listened to ex-pilots a lot in the car who we just played with last night. Um, some of us in the van are listening to this band called At, like the At symbol. That's been cool. Um uh, we're missing some. I'd, I'd give a shout out to Jenny. Yeah. Um, he's a friend and rapper, and he's awesome. J G E N N Y. Peak Screamo band. Awesome. A couple friends in that as well. And Dead Harry as well. Dead Harry from Florida. All one word Dead Harry. Dead Harry. Go give him a listen. We like Saw Baby and. Uh, Tizo touchdown. Those aren't like new. No, poison ruin. Poison ruin, of course. Yeah. Well, Hotline TNT, thank you so much for joining us on Deep Dark Tunnel. Uh, where can the people find you on social media and streaming? Yeah, Hotline TNT is the Instagram. Um, <clears throat> Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Maybe YouTube. My YouTube account. I think there's there's a Twitter, but I don't use it, so I just follow our Twitter or my Twitter. You don't have to follow my Twitter. Probably don't. <laughs> flip, flip my dear boy is my Twitter. Well, thank you so much for calling down the tunnel with us. Don't get lost on the way out.